A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey, welcome back to Swift, you guys. It is a new year, and I don't know about you, but I'm not feeling 22. <laughs> I'm feeling 35 years old and really tired and exhausting, growing a baby, and yes. your daughter's growing teeth, so she, you're exhausted, too. It's a journey. Yes. Who knew when we started this, what, 2017? Yep. Oh, five years later. We'd be here. That is yeah. not five years. <laughs> That's 20, so 17, weird. 18, 19, 20, 21. Going on five years this year. Yeah. Oh my God. Four and a half years now, but five years this year. <laughs> that just blew my mind. I oh know. my gosh. I'm going to need to take the next two to three years to process that. <laughs> That's so wild. I know. I look at photos of when we first started. I'm like, oh, I look so young and beautiful and energetic. And now I look at photos now. I'm like, oh. I know. Don't turn 30, you guys. It's just like. <laughs> 25 to 30, I'm all of the same age, but 30 to 35, I'm like, whoa. No, you're glowing. You look great. Years. <laughs> I did get my hair done recently. Yes, yes looks very nice. <laughs> As we were starting this episode, I was like, oh, wow. I, I was I was distracted when we first set up, and so I was detangling cords. But now that I see you, your hair is yes. just so – did you get a blowout? Um, new I got it done. New coloring. I got it done yesterday, yes. and then I just kind of like recurled it uh, today. What a dream! So. <laughs> I know I have to get in all this stuff before a baby because I don't know what it's going to look like afterwards. I don't know what my <laughs> life is going to look like afterwards. Like, it, it, have you discussed a push present? Are you and Lance of the mind that you rightfully wow. deserve a gift? I am of the mind that I deserve a push present. Yes, Lance of the mind that he just rolls his eyes like, well. The baby's your present. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. The present isn't like, oh, here's the thing you've been working nine months exactly. for. The present is that you pushed a child out of your body through, yes. you a know. tiny portal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, whether um. that or C-section. <laughs> like, whatever your body goes through, that's that's what you're honoring. Yes. So, he Lions. did. So, he kind of blamed. I have two friends who... He blames this whole push present thought on. Um, but I've known about it for a while. Yeah. And he did get me a push present. He wonders, okay. he's like, when should I give it to you? I'm like, I don't know. When do you think I need it? He's like, well, you don't really need it. So <laughs> he did get me something. Oh, originally, originally, he was saying that noise canceling headphones was going to be my push present. And I was like, um, what? <laughs> And now he, he gave that to me for Christmas. So I have a different push present coming on the way. So That is funny. Mine was knows? I wanted yeah, to get my it? hair done. So I had an elaborate fancy because I never I never dyed my hair. Well, yeah. I hadn't dyed my hair since college and I have really long hair and I knew it would be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and a whole yeah. day of it. So that was my push present. And it was nice because I just got to get out of the house and just Yeah you know honor me <laughs> and your hair was beautiful now is he does he are you going to keep up with your hair I don't know I've been thinking about okay. that I'm like oh I'm coming on a year I guess I should try but but I kind of like how it looks right now still yeah like the half faded so I don't know. I also just like I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'd say that's that could be your birthday gift every year yes, you know yeah. with like hey I gave this is my my push 2.0, 3.0 present. Yeah. And I think now that it's been like, you know, partially bleached, that it's yeah. a lot cheaper. Cause, yes. Because when I first went, it was like bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of toner, 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 toner. Yes. Because your hair's dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get my hair to lighten up because I have like lighter hair and yeah. I don't have as much hair as you. You yeah. like have hair down to your butt. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's time for the mom haircut and I've got to do the lob or oh, something. No, no, don't. No. I love <laughs> your long hair. It's like a Shelby staple. Don't. Yeah, that's funny cuz I had short hair up until I was up until I was married. My hair oh. was like this short. That's right. That's right. I remember seeing photos of you when I was <laughs> when I was trying to like get photos for like introducing Shelby to the world for Tip Swiftish. Yeah. I love I your long hair. 
I know. Five, like five years in the making, I guess. I know, it's so crazy. Um, it's but crazy. anyways, we're back. Taylor. <laughs> I know. We're going to talk I about know. Taylor Swift, who's also been on a hair growing journey, mm-hmm. who's also, you know, in her 30s, enjoying life, celebrating birthdays with vaccinated friends and uh, and making <laughs> sure everyone know that. know that. Yeah. Everyone is vaccinated here. <laughs> Good for her. Um, I know. But yeah, I... We have a plan. We're going to do episodes we weekly for the next little bit until Ashley pops out her tiny Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. And then we're going to take a little little break, let her enjoy her motherhood, uh, mm. find her new self, and see what Taylor cooks up in the meantime. But yeah. we're here. I'm excited to talk about it. I feel like there hasn't been like a lot of movement on the Taylor, the taste of it all. Like there hasn't been yeah. a ton of Taylor specific news because again, there were all these rumors of, <laughs> oh, she's going to do a surprise <laughs> yeah. birthday drop of speaking yeah. now. Oh, New Year's Eve, 1989. Mm-hmm. It's coming. I don't know where these numbers came from. Um, I don't know why. It so I think it has a lot to do with weirdly enough the i bet you think you i bet you think about me I bet you think about me i can't think right now uh, music video because all of those little easter eggs of the seagulls that were really swifts and the 26 and um all of these like road references that people are like oh my gosh wonderland references is 1989 but i want so i wonder if taylor if she actually had a plan to release 1989 but if she did, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. At least not going to happen until after I think February seventh, because oh, February. And this this is not this just definitely is not any Easter egg hunting for me. This is just okay, okay. Taylor dealing with the shake it off lawsuit ah, that is yes. that's going on right now. We all know different artists have come after Taylor for shake it off, and not none of them have really stuck. They've all kind of been shaken <laughs> off in court, but. Um, we've talked about this before. I think it's a three LW, three LW, the the girl band in the, in the like the early eighty nineties, not eighties, and they had the players, the gonna play haters, <laughs> hate, and they're coming after Taylor. And well, to be, the, to be clear, they wanted to say that they, as the group, were not involved in it, and they did not care, and they do not, they have no hand in the case. It's the songwriters who were separate from the girl group, so it's actually. I'm pretty okay. sure two white dudes who are suing oh. her. <laughs> okay. Well, then, this like I think clickbait. Then people are just like taking them for like what it is. I'm like, oh, these like they're, they're, what they're doing in the the media and online is they're pitting Taylor, a white rich woman, against you know three black women, and yeah, and like you know, I don't know what it is like. And they, someone said, their the lawyers said, we represent low-income minority artists in this case who simply want fairness under the law. But Miss Swift's legal team is just trying to spin them off the path to justice. Their current motion does not meet the legal standards that apply. And Taylor's lawyers, they they filed something that was like, hey, players are going to play, haters going to hate. So many people are using that phrase. It's not under the copyright. Like, if you're going to go right. after us, you have to go after everybody who uses that phrase it's just like a it's a phrase it's i mean people always say players are going to play even before (laughs) taylor swift so it's interesting to think that i didn't know that the girls weren't involved that it was the two writers because everything i've read well maybe i'm not read enough enough, have not said that i know i'm trying to find it because it's the hall butler i i know i saw their instagram cop point about it but I'm trying to see. <laughs> I want to verify. Oh, yeah. So Sean Hall and Nathan Butler, who wrote the song, the 2001 song for the group. Hold on. LW. They're, they're white. Let's see. Sean Hall. Like, well, I, I want to verify this. This is what, what, what their <laughs> lawyer said. We represent low-income minority artist. Sean Hall. I don't know. I can't find a picture of them. I mean, if they say, I mean, that's the thing. It's like hard to say. It was the yeah. it was the um, uh, group that sang it, but the writers are the ones suing, and um, 
I can't find a picture of them because they're they haven't written anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I know that they posted about it. I mean, they are a weaker artist, so I guess the lawyer was right on that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Represent locum artists. I don't know. We can hear you on this. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear the dogs eating ice. <laughs> I have a really nice mic, Lance. Well, in it's any everything. case, I just thought it was interesting <laughs> that 3LW themselves came out and were like, <laughs> we're like, no, this isn't us. It's the writers. Please stop harassing us. So the actual lawsuit is for Sean Hall and Nathan Butler. Um, and they wrote... Uh, <laughs> play as they go. Yeah. Play it's John funny. Hall it's interesting. I feel like most people are surprised the lo- the judge allowed it to go to trial because it's like, yeah. huh? Yeah. But maybe he was bored and just wanted to see what happened. And so that's happening February, you said? February, yes. February 7th. February 7th is when, it's, when it goes to court. Interesting. So we'll see if that, I mean, maybe that did, did ruffle feather in Taylor Swift's plan. Maybe it didn't, but it's going to be very interesting to see what goes forward. Yeah. Hmm. But it's going to be only time will tell. Only time will tell. I'm kind of like, I just laugh at it because like it's, it's always shake it off. It's always that shake it <laughs> off lawsuit. Like whether it's one artist, another artist, people are coming after her because it's a, it's a famous saying, you know? This is the picture that pulled up the duo. With the, but with that I don't know guy. who that yeah. is. <laughs> uh, is that his DJ? That's a DJ. Is that the DJ? I, I saw yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a dollar. Well, I, I know, but it's it detailed her other contra- her other uh, lawsuit mm. situation. Okay, but I did see a picture of Taylor Swift next to two black rappers, like mm. when it's like photoed, like kind of Instagrammed into collage, and that might be it. Either yeah. way, anyways, <laughs> girls, they're. they're Girls aren't being pitted against girls in this suit. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen. But on other news, in Chile, the new president, Gabriel Gabriel Bork, is a huge Swifty, apparently. (laughs) And he uh, keeps a printed out photo of Taylor Swift in his wallet. (laughs) Do you think he's on a list somewhere? I don't know, but some Swifties, some Chilean Chilean Swifties asked him in, in a public appearance if he was a Swiftie or not. And he reached into his pocket and he was like, I am. <laughs> and he owns he owns a cardigan, too. There's a picture of him wearing a Taylor Swift cardigan. Like, wow, hey. good for him. Yes, that's what the <laughs> I world for needs you. more. Leaders <laughs> who understand the gift that is Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then um, Rob Sheffield, he put out a top 25 songs of 2021. And guess which song made the number one spot? All Too Well, 10 Minute Version, Taylor Swift yes. from the vault. No, yes. from the vault. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly I always get it confused if it's Taylor's version, then from the vault, or from the vault, Taylor's version. But I think it's Taylor's version from the from vault. From the vault. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's one. I'm not surprised. Everyone loves it. Yes. How are you feeling sitting on red Taylor's version for? I like ago? it. I really like it. You know, I've been doing some. Well, I've done one. I can't say some. I've done one Peloton song or Peloton um, challenge for Pel- um, with the ten minute version. It's like red, red oh, Taylor's version Peloton class, and you like bikes a ten minute version. They have all like nice. stretching classes and yoga classes. So, and if you get three, which you only have one now, you get a badge, a Swifty badge. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you so, gotta get it. And when I'm telling him on the bike, I am not even on the leaderboard. I'm like <laughs> just like biking away. I'm not I'm breaking a but sweat. But were not. you feeling 2022? Did you get the the New Year's merch? Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. Okay. I wanted to get I got the New Year's like banner and the little 2022 headbands. The headbands didn't come in time. Like they're nowhere to be seen. I got the banner. And what I was going to do is, was I was going to put them up, like put it up and put my dogs in the yes, headbands and say they're feeling 22, but I didn't get the headbands. And I'm just kind of like, like all this merch that I've. Sue them. Yeah. No, I know. Like I have no idea. Like some stuff comes, some stuff hasn't come oh, yeah. and it's a hot mess. Did yeah. you get your Christmas present? No, but it said like it had the warning that it would ship in 12 weeks. I just didn't believe them. 
Okay. So I think technically, let's see, when did we order them? Like end of October, I want to say. Yeah. Well, mine said it would ship soon. Yeah, really? So for the 2022 stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the other stuff, I'm kind of like, Meh. but I did get, I got my Swift, my red Swifty sweatsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. Christmas. Perfect. That's what I wore on Christmas Day. <laughs> But, like, it's terrible. And I've seen so many people. And a lot of merch has been damaged in the process. <gasps> Sold out merch has been damaged in the process. Not mine. And people have reached out to UMG and they're like, sorry, we're all out. We can't. We can give you a refund. And <laughs> this is, like, coveted merch that people have, like, sold out within minutes. And I just don't understand this. And it's expensive yeah. merch, too. It's so ex- it's so stupid expensive. I'm but hopeful to- that this, this sweater set oh. is cute because I really it's- like the design. But. It better be I put good quality. On, I put on the red, the red uh, Swifty jumpsuit. Okay. It's so soft. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm afraid to wash it. Because you know when stuff, yes. some stuff is so soft and you wash it and it gets like pilly and just uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm afraid to wash it. But I think it's going to come. I think it's going to come out great. And I think you're, it's going to come out great. But okay, okay, okay. Perfect. No promises after washing it. I know. I know. I'm worried oh. it'll be like seven sizes too big too. Because I feel like a lot of merch runs huge. Well, I ordered a small in my jumpsuit, not jumpsuit, in the sweatsuit, and I was afraid because I have like this. I have this belly. Yeah, you have, I have a belly, <laughs> and it fit fine. I mean, oh, it, 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 it fit like. My, of course, I'm not going over my bump, but it fit really great. It wasn't over. It wasn't too big. Okay. I don't feel like I've blown, blown up too much during this pregnancy, yeah. but it, it was the right size. So okay. hopefully, it'll be okay. good for you. Perfect. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, you guys. All the stuff we have to like catch up on. I know. Taylor Swift merch. Um, you know, all this lawsuit, her birthday. Yes. She had a lot of fun. Like, you know, it's the new year, Taylor Swift's birthday. I know. Our life. It's, yeah. It's crazy. So I thanks know. for coming along yeah. on this a random taste nation, explanation, Shelby explanation for us. It's been. Yes. A crazy month and we haven't talked to anybody. I know. I know. It's been wild. I feel like I've just been running. I mean, we were trying to get COVID testing before we traveled and then just staying inside while it was happening and all this madness. And I feel like I've just lost track of time so easily that I'm like, oh, yeah, wait. Did Taylor release an album? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like when, where, what <laughs> is this happening? No, but yes. I'm glad she didn't because I'm really excited to talk about this one. We're finally getting to talk about I Bet You Think About Me, which was, I guess I would say I would still rank Nothing New as my second favorite okay. bonus from the vault track. But I do really love this song and it's a fun one to revisit. And we have a music video with it. We do. You know, when this song first came out, and I listened to it. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Because it's nothing. Very country. <laughs> it's very country. And it kind of took me off guard. So I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, oh. I even remember we went to lunch. And I couldn't remember which song I didn't like. I was like, oh, I don't know if it's, if it's, I bet you think about me. Or if it's, what's the other song that, like, I think screams Hillary Death. Oh, Message in a Bottle. Message in a Bottle, which I've heard <laughs> on the radio so many times. But it was I, I, I knew I didn't like Message in a Bottle. And then I had to listen to I Bet You Think About Haters Me Haters gonna hate. I know. I know. It's just uh, I don't like it. It's on the radio all the time. Anyways, but I like I it. Really is. Like it I've heard me. it in two stores, actually, now yeah, that you mentioned like, it. I, I mean, did hear. 2000 or 2020? I did I hear know. the other one that I think is underrated, which is the um, – I was in the hotel. The the other pop song she sings at the very first night. The very first time? The very first maybe, night. Maybe the very first time. I don't know. That sounds it's... sexual. <laughs> Let me see. I think it's the very first night. We're going to get our Swifty cards. I mean, that's back. still sexual too. Well, yeah, but time is too exciting. The very first off. night. The very first night. <laughs> Which is that's... fun. And I was glad to hear that one because I think yeah. it's. I think it's the sharper written song of the two mm. pop songs. Like I like Message in a Bottle because it's just like cheesy, easy to listen to, easy, yeah. breezy, yeah. beautiful. But you I do like... like those pop songs too. <laughs> yeah, I do like the very first night, and I think that's more of a fun story and kind of a cutesy song. But 
I Bet You Think About Me is the Chris Stapleton, Stapleton feature, the Blake Lively directed music video. Um, the reason I guess people thought Speak Now was coming six days or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, well, they also thought 1989 was coming because of this song too. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is this was a music video I appreciated more because it wasn't so out there like okay yeah, yeah, like yeah. um this was more narrative it was very much old school taylor vibes whereas now with like willow and lover the music videos have been much more abstract let's say yes and a little bit more symbolism folksy yeah. folklore <laughs> she really and, leaning into that. yeah or yeah uh cardigan I think was the other one where it's like, I can appreciate what she's doing, but it's also like, I like a storyline. I like a storyline. I like easy visuals. I like couples and actors and pairings and all that sort of stuff. And so I liked this one, but I think it was hard for people to appreciate that maybe this was symbolic in the same way, like ready for it was where it has a lot of Easter eggs, which are just like fun little nods to in jokes and in I don't know, inside commentary on being a Swifty, but I don't think yeah. it was layering a, an Easter egg hunt to some end result. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was just mm-hmm. like, here's a fun nod. Here's a fun nod. Here's a symbol you recognize. Here's a number. Yeah. But you know, when <laughs> speak now comes out or 1989 comes out, people who are backing those theories are going to be like, ah, I was right. And they're going to pull all these Easter eggs yeah. out of this music video. So, <laughs> It's like we have like yeah. a 50 50 chance. Well, no, we have a, <laughs> it's actually, a, what is it? We have three albums that she might put out next. Yeah. Well, yeah. Taylor and Swift. that's the thing is it's like yeah. she owns those albums and those albums have symbols. So, like, why? It's like, of course, they're in the music video, but I don't yeah. think that necessarily means like, oh, ears up. That means this is coming this time mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Like, watch out. Like, the same thing happened because the uh, the preview of the music video showed the the equal sign. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In the cake. And people were like, Ed Sheeran, she's yep. going to be a cover on her on his album. And then that never happened. Has his album dropped? <laughs> his album's been out a long time. I no, think I it was I, supposed no. to be like a bonus track or something. Like oh, wait. Because I, I heard something like a, f- a week or two ago saying that he's going to, he's recording something for an album with like a oh, okay, A-less maybe. pop star. But this was like I know, but on I the radio. Like, I thought that was like seven weeks ago, and that was no, maybe it hasn't come out me. yet. Maybe don't it's ask been delayed me because I haven't. I I do not keep up with Ed Sheeran's releases. Yeah, <laughs> and seven weeks ago felt like it was yesterday. Then it also felt like it was seven years ago. Yeah. So, um, did you like? The, I don't even know if we talked about this music video together. No, we didn't. We like kind of blimped over it just a <laughs> little bit. We have not talked about it yet. We have not gone into it. We have not like dived into any of the Easter eggs that people are freaking out about. Yeah. It is, it is what it is. I know. Cause I, like I said, I really liked this song. I thought it was really fun. It reminded me a lot of like why I love, um, country music. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> why I loved, um, dang it. What's the, what's the sexist song? The slut shaming song. Um, Blank space. No, no, no. <laughs> Blank space. Face. I don't know. I like no, the one about song. um, she's better now for the things that she oh, does. Oh, better than revenge. Yeah, it reminded uh-huh. me of that because it because it felt so like snarky and yes, mean spirited yes. and kind of yes. like dragging someone for in a way that is playful but also very piercing but also kind of like you can tell there's enough distance that it's like it's not the heartbreak it's the like anger yeah. stage and it's. And so yeah. you can tell they're getting over it, but they're still like, you're such well, a joke, dude. Which is funny because that's exactly what I think Taylor meant to be. So yes. she wrote it with Lori McKenna, who um, way back then in 2011, and she actually went to Lori's house and they wanted the song to be like a tongue in cheek, funny, not caring what anyone thinks about you sort of breakup song. Yes. And Taylor really wanted it to be like a <laughs> drinking song too. So something you can just Perfect. take a shot too. So it's it's exactly what you were kind of what you were. Yeah, it's just like a kiss off. It. It's just yep. like 
And I think like she mentioned other... that it was written like while she was doing the Speak Now tour. Yep. And so you have her, you have her writing all too well during the rehearsals for that, where it's like raw, it's tragic. It's like, how could this happen? And then you imagine her like just stewing over that all too well performance every night being like, oh, this dick one. (laughs) And so one day she's like, okay, I've got to go write this out. And she goes over to this house. She writes this out in one night, like on, on a random night in between shows. And then she sits on it. (laughs) <laughs> yep she sits on it and she doesn't put it on there i wonder why she didn't put it on there it, i think people would have loved it, it. Been too i think it would have been too much yeah i think it would have been just... thought it was too like it was too pointed at jake <laughs> <laughs> too over the top like too much vitriol aimed at a beloved actor and i think they would have like they would have shamed her for being so explicit in like what she didn't like about this famous person and kind of airing his dirty laundry. And a few, few. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Cause I think, it, I think about that's that. Like, I think it would have been interesting to have it come out, but you see how people talked about like, Oh, I knew you were trouble. Like, shouldn't you be over this? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you're the problem. Like, maybe it's you yep. write a song about you next time. And 10 and years later, like, it's kind of funnier. Yeah. <laughs> I think the distance allows us to kind of be like, LOL, we've all dated that guy like mm-hmm. in college or whatever it is, or we've all known someone like that. And isn't it funny how she just like, just completely annihilates him in this yeah. song. And I also think like the sound of it on red would have been just like, kind of like how when I first yes. listened to it, I was like, ooh, this was not expecting this and we all know that it wasn't a cohesive album and this definitely would have like just made it like (laughs) very high and lows like whoa what is she going for here yes and i can't picture her pulling it off in the same way with her like twang then because i think now her voice is so rich and she can really drag out the syllables and be like I don't know her deep throatedness and all of this kind of helps. Whereas if she was like more in her nasally, <laughs> which sounds yeah. insulting. Like I no. still love uh, all of her early country stuff. I mean, not all, but. And she was trying to get away from that. Yeah. And so it was a good move on her career decision to move away from that tiny yes. countryness. Yeah. So oh. 10 years later, like we want, like some people want that. So she's revisiting it. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. But that's not what she, what she wanted to do. That would have like, brought her back a few years yeah yeah and there's also the question of like what did it originally sound like you know what was it originally skewed towards sonically and kind of tempo and all that like we don't know because this doesn't have a demo out there at all so there could have been a lot of tweaking that happened you know in making taylor's version or it could have been pretty straightforward but I think it's a fun one. I'm excited to break it down. Um, I just don't know how you want to do it. <laughs> so do we want to talk about the music video first and then like quickly just go over it really quick, like okay. kind of like point out any like Easter eggs people talked about um, and then we can go into the song. Yes. Um, so music video, all the pitter patters. <laughs> My dogs are here to, li- to listen to all the, all the Easter eggs. Um, what do you think about the music video? Um, what are your thoughts Oh, you know, a lot of people were, thought I was screaming speak now because she's not the type of girl to be barging in <laughs> on this like white veil occasion. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about Blake's directorial debut? I thought it was good. I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I think, um, yeah, I had no problems with it. I felt like actually the only, the only critique I had is, you know that part where everyone's like, oh, the female gaze when they finally like meet in the dance floor and he like pulls her up against him and it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. this like sexy, sensual moment where you're just like <gasps> captured in it and like yeah. what if, what could be? I didn't think he did a good job of pulling her against it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you notice it. It definitely is like a, oh, okay. Like <laughs> I wanted like, a little bit more like Darcy hand action, you know, oh, like I really wanted grab to Grab the butt a little it. bit. <laughs> A little Bridgerton going on a little bit. No, not even that, but just like, <laughs> it just felt kind of like, yeah, it, er, yeah. you know? It could have been edited differently for I just, sure. I just wanted more of a a sweeping moment. And yeah. for some people it worked. Yeah. For me it didn't. And I was okay. like, 
What's his name again? I want to say Ansel. Miles. Oh, yeah. Miles Teller. I always get them confused. Well, people don't like him. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miles Teller at least doesn't. Actually, I don't know. He might have some sexual assault allegations against him. Um, I think a lot of people don't like him because of his political views. I think he mm-hmm. is like friends with um, Rogers, Aaron Rogers. Is it Aaron Rogers? Oh, wow. The football player. The football player. And it's like an anti-vaxxer, but I don't And there might be more. I don't know. A lot of people <laughs> just did not like the pairing of Miles, but a lot of people are also like, oh, Miles and his wife, like they're actually married and she plays the bride and he's right. the groom. So a lot of people are like kind of just drifted off of the fact that they hated him. And other people are like, oh, I like that the bride and the groom are actually married. It's just like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Lot of I stuff didn't happening. mind him, but. I liked that there was someone famous for some reason. It felt more high budget to me. <laughs> yeah. And also because like, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is such like a, a famous yeah. person that like you have to cast somebody that's like, oh, okay, yeah. I get this. I get this. Yeah. Um, know, it seemed fun. They seemed to make yeah. a lot of cool choices. There was a lot of diversity, um, yep. which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, yep. Easy, easy way to just like, normalize something that should be normalized already um and so i liked like blake lively's touch on everything um but yeah it was kind of just like a i liked it it wasn't it didn't outsee any of my other taylor swift favorite music videos Mm -hmm. but what about you one thing i liked about it was more of like the you know you said taylor has like puts a lot of like symbolism in music videos and one thing i liked about it and this isn't like a slap you in the face you know 13 (laughs) tattooed on your head was that you know you a lot of people like oh taylor's barging in on this wedding and she's you know crashing the wedding and ruining everything but that's not what, what it really is right it's a guy who is practicing for his wedding vows and it's not Taylor barging in. Right. It's he's imagining what the wedding would be like, you know, if Taylor was there and if Taylor ended up being the bride. And then it's just, I really like how that kind of like played into it. It's kind of like, you know, wherever I go, there's going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. What ifs of like, you know, what if I wouldn't have sat her at the kid table? And I would have like saw her as the woman she is. Yeah. You know, like we could have had something beautiful. Like you see her in that white dress and just like, gasping like oh my gosh she's a beautiful bride like she's great she like it's you know like she's not ruining the wedding it's more of how he handled the relationship that ruined the wedding yeah and just like this idea of oh like that line like when you think of taylor swift you'll think when you hear taylor swift you'll think of me and the same thing is like oh when he sees red he's suddenly like swept up into this relationship that had been that he ruined like oh dealing with that and like how he feels about it, constantly looking for it, wanting what he used to have, but not realizing yeah. like, I don't know, it was his bad that it ended. And I liked, I liked all that. I thought it was yeah. fun. I thought Taylor got to have fun flouncing around, making faces at the camera and stuff. And that little, yeah, that was cute too. There were a lot of cute moments to it. Yeah, I really liked, you know, Austin Swift was a producer. Aaron Dessner like had a cameo in the band that Taylor was singing in. Like it was just, there's a lot of cute stuff, the Easter eggs, the, the red, the Alice in a Wonderland, like roses. There's a lot of cute stuff and how she like, you know, the dancing scene had a lot of um, color. I don't know what, what is it called when you use color for symbolism? But like when they were dancing, it was blue. Losing him was yeah. blue. Like I've never known. When she leaves him alone, like the lighting's gray. Missing him was dark gray. So it's just a lot of like, you know, throwbacks wow. to red. <laughs> I know. It was cute. I liked it. Yeah. No, I did. And I think as you listen to the lyrics, you see more of what she was playing with visually. And like, yeah, like you said, the little kid's table just being, like, never taken seriously yeah. because she didn't fit in. And here she is represented by a woman in red, like, the the temptress, the the one who never was good for you. It was just, like, she's someone you date, but you don't take her home to mom type yeah. thing. Yep. And I liked that element. But then at the same time, she was sat at the kid's table. So it's, like, is she just the, like you know side piece or is she just a kid that you can't take seriously like and that dichotomy that was constantly playing in his head and he couldn't make sense of it and and kind of ending up feeling like uh what did I why did I do this to her and what did I lose because of it and that's one thing that I love about 
the reason why she waited so long to release it is if she would have done a music video like this, which she wouldn't have, I don't think she would have, but if she would have done a music video like this in 2012, it would have been like, oh, you, whoa, like this was like, what, a year ago? And now you're like put throwing wedding symbolisms into it? Like, come on, Taylor. Yeah. Like this was like, you know, you've seen Taylor grow and mature and become like this this wonderful, successful woman. And so maybe Jake has thought like, wow, I really uh, underestimated this girl, girl yeah, <laughs> who likes to read books. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, should we get into the yes. lyrics? Let's get into it. I have Timo jumping up on me. He wants Timo. to read. Hold on. He's stuck. Okay. Let's get into it. I am reading this week. Oh, shh. Okay. Verse 1. 3 a.m., and I'm still awake. <laughs> I'll bet you're just fine. Fast asleep in your city that's better than mine. And the girl in your bed has a- <laughs> They love... They're mad. They're mad for Taylor. They are. And the girl in your bed has a fine pedigree. And I bet your friends tell her she's better than me. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I it love it. I love her snarky. just like... Oh, yeah. The acid dripping from yeah. her mouth. I just... I really value the Taylor at her pettiest. I, I really do. And I think it proves like how quick-witted she is and how desperate she is to prove that to someone who says she's never funny. She's not clever. Her music doesn't count. Like, oh, like I just, I really appreciate what she pulls off here because it seems like what hurt her from listening to this, from listening to All Too Well, is that he never took her seriously on any like avenue of her life, whether it was her art, whether it was her um, as a person, her maturity, he was just constantly rolling his eyes, as she says later in the song. And I feel like this starts off with like, <laughs> okay, like, sure, I'm still, I'm still irritated that you did that to me. And you just get to like, go on with your life thinking you're better than me. But like, <laughs> good sir, the proof is in the pudding. Look at what I'm about to do to you. I'm about to eviscerate your character. Yes, and, and somehow the twang makes it even worse. Like, it just yeah. makes the punch harder, you know, <laughs> stings more. It's the twang of it all. It's kind yeah. of like, I don't know, because if she would have <laughs> sang it like in a regular, it would have still been a great, great song. But something about that, and I bet you think about me. Like, it's just like, whoa. Yes. Like, it's, it's put you in that, that like, revenge country song and it's I like love picture it. to burn and it's like yeah i think if she had sung it like a normal like ballad almost it would have sounded sadder it would have been like the emphasis would be on her being sad in bed that this man like couldn't see what she saw and it would have felt a lot more i don't know plaintive whereas this is like <laughs> yeehaw kids like let's get our keys our bats we're yeah. gonna go ruin this guy's life and where else i can't remember what song it is on Reddit, it's one of the bonus songs, where she said it's two AM and I'm up and I bet you are thinking about me. Like, you know, like you're in your yeah. you're in your city thinking about me. This is totally different. It's like yeah. it's three AM, she's still up and he's like just like oh, I'm sleeping with, the, <laughs> with this new woman who is way better than you. It's like a very yes. drastic difference between those two. And the one that the one song yes. I'm thinking about is very sad. Yeah. I can't think of it. I don't know what song it is, but I like it. And to think about like, you know, it's girls with fine pedigree and she's better than me. I'm like, Taylor's great. Like, <laughs> like her dad comes from like her mom and dad both come from like a great pedigree. Like maybe she wasn't like brought up in LA and going to like private schools, but like her background, a lot of people would kill to be yeah. raised like she was. Raised. <laughs> so know. it's very interesting to see someone look down on Taylor Swift, even pre like, recording time i know because that's like a weird part of the song is her pretending yeah. she's like poor yeah. but i think the point is it's like you're you ridiculous like that. for thinking yeah. that my life was smaller than yours like what are you yeah. talking about where's your perspective dude um exactly and i also do like this the the most irritating thing about being married is how easily my husband sleeps. And I'm like, how do you do this? How do you just fall asleep without a care in the world? Like my mind just like runs through everything I need to do, everything I should have done, everything like I'm thinking about at any given time. Like it's so hard for me to just like lay down on the pillow and just like not think about anything. And I feel like men have this ability in general to not like have this internal monologue constantly running and they can just be like, 
I took care of it, blah, and go to sleep. <laughs> and then nothing wakes them up either. Like, no yeah. worries. No dog barking. No baby crying. Zen. They're just like, yeah, snoring their life away. You're like, come on, you're waking me up. Yeah. And so yeah. I appreciate that she's like, man, I'm mad that I'm still up thinking about you. But one of us has to because we've got to process this, good good yeah. man. Like, good sir. This, is, <laughs> good this sir. needs to be broken down. I need to yeah. point out why this is keeping me up if you're yes. insistent that nothing actually happened. Yep. Exactly. And then we go into the second verse, which kind of leaves off for us talking about how Taylor Swift was this, you know, little tiny little yeah. servant girl. <laughs> well, I tried to fit in with your upper class. Oh, my computer is like changing all these different things. I try to fit in with your upper crust circles. Yeah. They let me sit back when we were in love. Oh, they sit around talking about the meaning of life and the book that they, and the book that just saved that I hadn't heard of. Like, <laughs> yeah. ooh, pretentious yeah. Ivy <laughs> leaguers right there. Like, come on, stop it. Yes. <laughs> I know. Like sit in the back. Like, it's just like is irritating reality. Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm supposed to like feel honored that they gave me the time of day. Like and also thinking of the visuals from the All Too Well music video where it's like she felt like she couldn't fit in because he wasn't welcoming her. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, well, why didn't you speak up? Why didn't you participate? It's like, well, how am I supposed to participate when I feel like I'm not even wanted by anyone at the table, including my partner. Yeah. Like, yeah. You guys are just sitting there blabbing about books I haven't read, talking as if you're going to solve world hunger and thinking that I can't be part of that because I don't care in the same way you do. Like, what are you guys actually doing to do any of that? Yeah, exactly. And like, I think Jake does get a lot of like, um, cause he's very much like, like save the world right now, like the hippie yeah. dippy stuff. A lot of people are like, well, what are you doing to, to save the world though? Like, like yeah. it's very much of that. And they're just like, have their yeah. like heads up in the clouds. But they're, <laughs> they're saying all the right things. They're donating to all the right charities, but yeah. whatever makes them feel better about themselves. <laughs> oh, I would feel so bored. I kind of, but I'm also looking back at this and I'm like, girl, aren't you glad that you didn't end up with him? Like with his boring friends, like with his, his boring self, like, yes, maybe you were in love with him then, but then you look back and I'm sure Taylor's like, I'm glad I'm not with him because like, I like would not want someone who had like boring friends who made me feel lesser than myself, who didn't like, you know, include me and try to like make me fit in. Like, yeah, I, I'm glad he, she didn't know Jake. Like, I think she's awesome. She's glad too, but that's yeah. just me. That's just me. <laughs> Hey, and my dogs are glad too. They're barking about it. Okay, let's go on to the the chorus. But now that we're done and it's over, I bet you couldn't believe when you realized I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. And I bet you think about me. Yeah, I really like that line. I think it's so clever. I think it's so clever. I think it speaks to how Taylor's always been such a good writer that she just makes these really generalized statements feel so specific and original and new and exciting and just this idea of wow doesn't it hurt you now to realize like oh I was so easy to leave but actually that's pretty hard to forget huh hair toss like yes queen <laughs> it's hard to forget Taylor Swift I mean, she's like yeah. in the news everybody knows her like how <laughs> could you forget her now she's yes. kind of a big deal you know she did I grow up with a it. silver spoon in her mouth but <laughs> She's awesome. I love that she was just like <laughs> 21 and she's like, I know what I'm worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, obviously some of this feels like she's putting up a front, trying to feel bigger than she was, than she did at the time. And like trying to yeah. save her self-esteem after feeling like someone had broken her down so hard. And so there is sort of like an overcompensation happening, but like, I think that's, that's okay. That's like yeah. healthy. It's like, she has to like stretch again, you know, do her power poses and be like, I am hard to leave. Like, yes. it's not me. It's you. <laughs> but everyone needs that after a breakup. Like that, like, okay, you know, I'm so much better yeah. without him. He, yeah. like, he's going to look back and like, think about me. He's and like, and that's what, the day. <laughs> and that's what you tell a lot of your friends too, when they get broken up, like, oh, he's never going to find someone like you. Like, that's just, yes. that's, that's like a part of processing 
your breakup and your friends helping you process a breakup too. So, you know, this is definitely on par of, you know, the five stages of grief. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Or the six. I think revenge is one of them for Taylor Swift. Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) of course. Okay, let's go to verse three. You grew up in the Silver Spoon Gated community. Glamorous, shiny, bright Beverly Hills. I was raised on a farm. No, it wasn't a mansion. Just living room dancing and kitchen table bills. <laughs> so quaint to imagine Taylor on her on her large Christmas tree farm lot thinking about bills at such a young age. I mean, and that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, she's kind of downplaying her... Like how Her she own grew privilege up. and wealth, yeah. Yes, yes, and it, and it shows a lot because she's downplaying it because of how Jake belittled her and made her right. feel so so low. It's like you didn't really grow up on a farm in the way that people think you grew up on a farm. Like right. your dad wasn't out there, you know, with the hoe, <laughs> like you know, trimming Crack the trees, done, getting that done. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and, and so like, and it makes you feel kind of like. Okay, but your dad, like, this investment banker is making, like, tons of money. But compared to Jake, like, her life was nothing, which is yeah. kind of like, I would have died to grow up on the <laughs> Christmas tree farm with, like, a dad who's an investment banker. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, and I think it speaks to how they probably raised their kids, which was, you know, away from the money, away from the conversations about money, away from feeling like, oh, we're so rich, we're so privileged, like we don't we don't spend time with the lesser folk, you know, like even if they were in their own little happy bubble, I'm sure coming out of it, there was a lot of things Taylor did not experience that made her feel like, oh, wait, how do I fit in with these people who've been in private school since kindergarten, yep. who have been around like conversations yeah. about the importance of Harvard or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. I, I, I give her a little <coughs> grace on on presenting it this way because it feels more like one, a country song where they're constantly mm-hmm. talking about as if they're poor, even though they're all rich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and of course, two, yes. because it feels like the comparison is what Jake was constantly pointing out or the yeah. person in the song was constantly pointing out where he's like, oh, like, look at how well, I lived. I can't believe. Oh, you grew up in a farm. It's so cute. It definitely is different than how Jake grew up because Jake's godfather is like a very famous actor, you yeah. know, like. I think as a producer, like he was brought up in the LA lifestyle where everything was handed to him. He knew yeah. all the right people to get him like, you know, in, in a, at a young age for acting him and his sister. So the, it definitely was definitely more silver spoon than Taylor. Whereas Taylor right. had to work to get what she wanted. She had to like 13 years old. She was hustling. She was bustling. Like she was like getting her demo everywhere. So like, yeah. yes, their, their lives are definitely parallel. Like things weren't handed to her the way that they were handed to Jake. Like she definitely had more privilege than a lot of people, but not how Jake was. Like, it's so interesting too, to think about like, you know, like Lance and I, we we have a comfortable lifestyle, but there's like the people who I nannied for. I'm like, oh my gosh, they are so rich. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you can't imagine that lifestyle. And I feel like that's probably like how, and I'm not saying I'm at Taylor Swift level at all. I'm not, but like, you know, like we, we were fortunate enough to buy a house and to have like, three dogs, you know, and do IVF, but there, it's so, it's always somebody else. And like, yeah. it's hard to imagine that like Taylor Swift had that other thing that was like, <laughs> I can't even imagine that when everyone else was just envying her lifestyle right then. And right. There. Yeah. And the way the song goes, it seems like it was something he was very conscious and vocal about to the point of like wanting the best, wanting the loudest, wanting this and that and stuff. Yeah. And how Taylor was getting in the way of that. Yeah. Like Taylor was ruining his career and how, you know, he like, got, you're kind of like, you're spoiled, man. Yeah. Like, you're spoiled. Like, oh yeah. That silver spoon. That's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> but as Taylor and Chris sing in verse four, but you know what they say, you can't help who you fall for. And you and I fell like an early spring snow, but reality crept in. You said we're too different. You laughed at my dreams, rolled your eyes at my jokes and then mm-hmm. continues to go to Mr. Superior thinking, do you have all the space that you need? I don't have to be your shrink to know that you'll never be happy. And I bet you think about me. Yes. Drag him. I mean, drag that him. line always makes me laugh out loud because that's just 
I don't think she really believes that, but it's such yeah. a funny line. It's like, you suck and you'll never be happy. Good luck getting over me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what you think though. Like, well, that's what you, to get over someone, you're like, oh, yes. you'll never get over me. You'll never get over me. Like, I still no. think my boyfriend from like 10 years will never get over me. I'm like, you're still not over me. Meanwhile, yes. he's probably like married with like five kids right now. I'm like, oh, but you're not over me. Yeah. But I like this like kernel of truth where she's like, ugh. You know what they say, you can't help who you fall for. And it's like, yeah. on one side, it's like true for both of them. But then on the other, it's another dig at him where it's like, you're like, you're surprised that you fell for me. Like, oh, is this like uh, Mr. Darcy being like, I loved you in spite of your family, your upbringing oh. and your friends. Like, yes, am I supposed to be is. flattered by you being Mr. like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Like. I never, I shouldn't, why did I fall for you? Nothing like the girls they usually did. Like, excuse me, is that supposed to make me feel good? Like, is that a compliment? <laughs> and that's why I like this image of you and I fell like an early spring snow. Yeah. Because it's like, early spring snows are kind of like the worst. I hate them. It's like, wait, I'm supposed to be like feeling good. Yeah. I'm supposed to be getting the sunshine and the flowers. Like, Wearing it's supposed to be dress. like, yes, sunshine all day. But instead it's like, stop pause we're going back to the cold this like but doesn't even land but it doesn't, doesn't keep on ground yeah, yeah it melts before it gets there so you're like what? like you're living in this like alternate universe you're like whoa what's going on yeah it's like this blip of like yeah like Bleh. and that's like Bleh. and it's like i think she's acknowledging one how short-lived it was to how it was romanticized but ultimately it was just a dirty mess like it was like mm you know, the spring snow just turns into slush. It turns into dirt. Like it's not, it doesn't, it's not a winter wonderland. It's just like, I thought we were over this. Like, please let's move on. (laughs) So one thing that I'm I'm wondering, and it's going to say a lot when she releases all of her albums is, so we have Mr. Perfectly Fine and Mr. Superior Thinking. And I'm wondering like, in her bonus tracks, are we going to have like what, like a song, Mr. Something about John Mayer, Mr. Something about Jake Mr. from yeah. Mr. Something about Jake who like pictures to burn, you know, Mr. Yeah. Something about Calvin Harris or, um, you know, whatever his name is. I forgot his name already. Scooter Braun. Like, I'm wondering if this Mr. is going to kind of be like oh, played out throughout yeah. the whole, the whole series, but maybe that's just me. I just, I remember thinking Mr. Superior thinking, I'm like, Oh, I Mr. Know. Perfectly fine. Like, is this going to be a theme with her bonus songs? <laughs> maybe it was just like a phase she was in where it's like, these guys act like they're better than me. Like they're so grown up, but they're yeah. acting like children in the way yes. they handle things. And mm-hmm. I think, Yeah. I just, this idea of, do you have all the space that you need? Like, it's like, yes, drag him. Like all this like idea of like, (laughs) oh, you're too much. I just need my space. Like it's, you know, like just give me time. Like it's like, okay, did that work out for you? Like did that work out? (laughs) 10 years now. I bet to fix you. And you laughed at my dreams, rolled your eyes at my jokes is so brutal. It's like, that is so sad that's so hurtful that's so cruel and I it's roll like my eyes at <laughs> jokes so i'm gonna be honest i'm like oh okay. we're married so but I did you laugh at his dreams yeah no, no 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 i didn't roll his eyes my eyes as jokes when we were dating yeah yeah it's you know, all there. yeah <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> yeah I loved it. I really like that line. And I think it, it captures sort of the frustration she has with him here. And also the, the hurt and the heartbreak she highlights in all too well, where it's like, how could you like make me feel small for what I love and like make me think I'm not funny and make me think I'm, and the way that, the way that after this album, she does everything in her power to look mature, to be taken seriously, to yeah. change her hair, move to New York, like find cooler friends. Like, I don't want to say it's all Jake's fault, but I think there's a part of like that, that criticism that like just gets under your skin. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay, someone said I'm not, someone said this about me. Like, I'm going to go and prove them wrong. I'm going to go and prove them wrong. I'm going to change everything about me to prove them wrong. Yeah. And it's like, it works out in the end for her to like learn and find herself and like have these experiences. But the fact that it was motivated by someone making her feel small is always going to be a little bit of a sad spot where it's like, it's like she was, 
she wasn't small, but you made her feel that way. And now she's doing all these things to try and prove you wrong. And that's just like a sad reality of what so many, so many people yeah. and so many women deal yeah. with. I kind of think it's like the repercussions of not only what Jake said, but what the media said after they yeah. broke up too. It was yeah. like all of us coming together and she was like, fine, I'll be bigger. I'll be better. I'll be more mature. I'll get cooler <laughs> friends. And yeah. yes, Timo, see, she did. And you know, then she kind of like realized like, Hey, like I don't need all of that. Yeah. Like, I don't need Jake. I don't need any Mr. Superior. Yeah. The, the parties, the glitz, the glam, the out there always showing up, like all of it. She really has stripped it down to be like, wait, what do I actually care about? And it's like, building fires and the you know like snuggling up with her beloved ones and not so loud and out there and audacious and I think that was a learning curve that was motivated by this sort of sense of feeling like oh I have to care about these things to be taken seriously like fine I'll do it yeah yeah and then um you know I bet you think about me yes I bet you think about me then go into the bridge I block it all out. The voice is so loud saying, why did you let her go? Does it make you feel sad that the love that you had, that you're looking for is a love that you had? Um, and then verse five, now you're out on the world searching for your soul, scared not to be hip, scared to get old, chasing make-believe status. Last time you felt free was when none of that shit mattered because you were with me. And then it goes outro. But now that we're done and it's over, I bet it's hard to believe, but it turned out I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. Yeah, I bet you think about me. <laughs> yeah, she just drags him so hard. I just, she reads him so straight that it's like, damn, she's 21 and she knew like exactly what his issues were. He was trying to say, oh, it's your fault. Oh, you're too young. Oh, we're we're not alike enough. Like, oh, we're too different. And she's like, no, you're, you're scared. You won't be seen as cool. You're scared. You're getting old. I'm making you feel old. You think this matters more than this. And so you're just like chasing this like non-real thing, searching for your soul, trying to feel cool again. What about those moments when it was just you and I driving upstate, having a good time? Like, how can you pretend none of that mattered when it did in the moment? Yeah. Well, because when he was alone with her, no one else mattered, like you said, because no one could see him. No one yeah. could write articles. No one could judge him. And he wasn't thinking about how he was perceived by the public because yeah. his best state was when he was alone and he hits all in his head, which is sad. <laughs> like, and I understand where I, and it, it's hard to be in like that, that I'm not famous, but you know, it's that mode where it's like, you're constantly wondering what people are thinking about you and judging you. And like, it must be an exhausting life to be Jake Gyllenhaal, to be like someone who you're really not. It's someone others want you to be. It feels like he's just kind of like living his life. Like he thinks others should let him or others <laughs> yeah. should think he should. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's know. The, it's the obsession with how you're perceived, how mm -hmm. you feel you stand in society. And it's like, obviously it's ironic that Taylor Swift is singing that because it turns out she cared about that too. And like, oh, obviously she's, she's writing from a position where she thinks she's over it in a way, but we're, clearly she's not. And obviously the song isn't like earning every punch it's taking. Like, but I think that's part of her process and it's a relatable process where you're just like, you're stupid. You're going to regret this. You're never mm. going to find happiness because you're a loser. Yep. Loser. <laughs> yeah. And that's why that the like outro is great because it's just like, and you know what? I'm going to get seven more zingers in right now. <laughs> just like one mouthful. There you go. Yeah. Throw them all out. You're old. You're not hip. You're make believe. Yeah. yeah. That it's ladies like and gentlemen. Favorite. No, I we have to do the me. last verse. It's my favorite. Oh, I hold on. I thought I did the outro already. No. Okay. Never mind. It's when oh she gets all talky and she's like oh, layering okay. it up. Okay. <laughs> I bet you. I forgot the outro. Yeah. I forgot the outro. Okay. I bet you think about me. Yes. I bet you think about me. The outro, which I almost skipped. <laughs> I bet you think about me when you're out at your cool indie music concerts every week. I bet you think about me in your house with your organic <laughs> shoes and your million dollar couch. I bet you think about me when you say, oh my God, she's insane. She wrote a song about me. <laughs> I bet you think about me. I was oh, wondering I where that was. It. I was like, I I, th I already wrote it. I already, yeah, where was that? Oh, it's music? iconic. So, it's just like iconic. 
that's like a god tier level Taylor Swift line when she's like, I bet you think about me when you say, oh my god, she's insane. She wrote a song about me. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> How can he not? Ooh. Like, it's the, it's the embodiment of the meme of when you play Taylor Swift, you'll think of me. Like, every time you hear Taylor Swift, you'll think of me. Like, it's like, yeah. to date Taylor Swift is to fear Taylor Swift radio play. Like, it's just like... <laughs> And all he can do is at parties be like, isn't she crazy? <laughs> like yeah, hoping, she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hoping that they won't take it too seriously because he, she just undressed him for the masses here. Yeah. Like I just, it's iconic. I love it so much. But she's insane. So <laughs> just write it off. Yeah. Oh, the way she sings it too. It's like, how can you not think this woman is funny? Like she's, I know. she's so clever and like quick and, this music is powerful, not because it's like hip or indie or whatever, but because it it has the power to completely just destroy a man. Yep. yep. I wonder <laughs> what like Jake power. thinks about it now. If he just kind of rolls his eyes, I'm like okay, yeah, whatever. Like, it yeah. Is what it is. I mean, I'm sure it's like hard to have to reprocess this thing you're clearly over because the decades pass and you're like la di da di da, and then it's like boom punch to the face with this song that had never been released and it's like okay i think we're both grown up enough to know that this was never like (laughs) yeah he can't be surprised though i mean first time around i think she gave him a heads up that songs are coming out this time i think she's like no yeah like he's just sitting on his million dollar couch with his 22 year old girlfriend being like (laughs) 25, I think she's 25 now. <laughs> I love I it. I really 25. do. Yeah. I just, every, the way she sings it, the way it, it just builds in this, like, just this crescendo of just flame throwing, like, Molotov cocktails, just like everything. <laughs> just, she just sets fire to their memory. And I think that's yeah. a, that's a powerful point of the uh, process of getting over a heartbreak. And we've, we've had all too well to kind of wallow in for the last decade. And so it's nice to have this moment where it's like, yes, go girl, destroy. Yep. Yep. So I'm a big fan. (laughs) Me too. I like it too. So what about these, these last few questions that we have about the song? Oh my gosh. I forgot about these. Yes. Okay. You'll have to remind me. I'll do it in the, live action right now okay so which song if any would you take off of the original track list for this okay i definitely have one replace this i just have to pull up red i would say stay 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 (laughs) number nine would go okay okay see i think i would do something like um okay let me think about this I think I would do the last time. Last I like time. the last time sometimes, but I think it ultimately hits a lot of the same beats that some of these other songs do, mm-hmm. um, such as like uh, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic and uh, Treacherous. And then obviously thematically, like we are never, ever getting back together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think this stretches into new territory. So I think it would have been a fun, a fun splash of color yeah. towards the end there <laughs> yeah definitely agree that, or you know? starlight because i just i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves starlight okay what is the tailor of it all with these lyrics oh i think definitely that oh my god she's insane she wrote a song about me yeah i i, I perfect 100 percent agree <laughs> with you too like that it kind of like leads you into 1989 too when she does blank space yes which is perfect which I I love I love and then what about your Easter egg? That's interesting. I guess I would say this um, cool indie music concerts every week because I think she talks about that and we are never ever getting back together. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. and then obviously in the all too well ten minute version, but we didn't have that at the time. So I think it's interesting that there's these like connecting points that point out exactly what irritated her, like like uh-huh. the little things that ended up being these big things where it's like you don't take my music seriously, dude. Like get over yourself. Like, I just think I like that. That's a through line in her songs yeah. about Jake, where it turns out he's just this pretentious. He has pretentious opinions about music. Let's mm. say. <laughs> yes. I know. I need to, I need to hear his like Spotify list. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Easter egg, I'm going to go, the, I'm going to go into the music video for the Easter egg. I yes. love um, how there's red everywhere in the music video. 
And I bet you think about me. I feel like it really ties into the theme of the song. Like ever he's going, he's seeing red because that's Taylor Swift. He's at his <laughs> wedding. It's like, oh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. So that's yes. where I'm going to go. Um, and what about – great. What would you grade this song? Honestly, I would give this an A. I really do oh, think yes. – I think it's well written. It's interesting. Yeah. I really like the production of it, her voice, everything about it. Obviously that we know it's about Jake Gyllenhaal adds to like the flavor for me, but, uh-huh. but I think it's you a like really that, good yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm up there too. No one's going to be surprised. I'm giving it an A. I'm an easy grader. <laughs> you want me as a teacher. So I'm giving yes. it an A too. And then the last but not least, I'm going to say yes for this one because it would be, it would make an amazing, amazing um, on the set list, but oh, yes. is it making tour? Yes. Yes. I- it all depends on what kind of concert. I want to say yes. I think she could make this fun for literally everyone. Yes. But it is a bonus track, so maybe she wouldn't. But it's also but I'm single. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yes, too. I would give it a huge yes. A huge yes, 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 yes. yes. And oh, I think that's all of our questions on the album. We, I don't have any tea time or any yeah. conspiracy corner because Taylor hasn't really given us anything. I know. I know. <coughs> We'll have My to come back um, yeah. next week. I don't know what we're doing, but I think we should pick a song we actually want to cover instead of just doing Shuffle. Yes. And that way yes. it'll be more fun. <laughs> maybe something off of Red. Maybe one yes, of the Red. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the... we can do nothing new because I yes. really need to talk Let's about do it. it. I really Let's need to process new. it. <laughs> let, let me re-listen to it and give it some time and space. Okay, Let's okay. do it. We're, we're doing nothing new. You know, because we don't know how many episodes we have until baby comes out. So let's do what we want. Okay. Yes. Okay, perfect. Snaps. Yeah. Well, <laughs> until then, you can find us on social media. We're at yep. Swiftish Podcast on Instagram, Pod 13 on Twitter. We have a Patreon where you can get the full effect of watching us talk in real time on video oh <laughs> during God, these episodes. See our uh, reflections and all of that. Um, but until next time, I'm Shelby and I'm Ashley and Taylor. We do think about you probably, probably too Too much. much. 3am and I'm still awake. Just think about (laughs) you. (laughs)